All right, here we are. Welcome. Stand up. My name's Brandon. Welcome, welcome. Come to the front of your mat. Ragdoll pose. Separate your feet hip width distance. Bend your knees, hang forward from the crease of your hips. Grab your elbows. Drop your head towards your mat. Open up your eyes and relax every muscle in your face. Open your two eyes and focus your two eyes on one point and really see that point. Make that a practice. Your physical yoga practice begins with your foundation. The physical foundation is the body parts that are touching the floor. So I invite you, if you have your hands down, to put a block under each hand, or you could have your hands on your mat. But be intentional, creating the physical foundation of your pose. And you being up to something bigger than yourself, that's a practice of you being intentional of what you want to create on your mat. I mean, as a teacher or as a student, when I step on the mat, my best practice is always supported with an intention, like a clear intention of what perhaps I'm going to give up to get into this space. Because we step onto the mat with a lot of residue for my life, whether it's physical, because we sit in chairs or we'll work on our feet all day, whatever it is, or we come in with emotional residue. But turn it upside down and just shift in the constitution of your body with this amazing heat and this inversion. A miracle begins to happen. That the body you're in, that's right here, right now, begins to become embodied with spirit, with a seer, with a listener. And this is the heart of vinyasa practice. Baptiste methodology is looking and listening, observing, listening, and informing yourself. No tension in your neck. Let that go. It feels awesome when you let the tension of your neck dissolve. And you let the psychological tension that we all live with, even if we meditate, even if we do asana, even if we live with integrity, that psychological tension of just being caught in thought, that trap will begin to unlock a bit. You get a sense of what it really means to be in a physical body, moving towards well-being. Through your nose, take a huge breath in. Open your mouth. Drop your hands to your mat. Downward dog. Generate ujjayi breath. Breathe in through your nose and out through your nose. If you can't breathe in through your nose and out through your nose, breathe in and out of your mouth. Or breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Ujjayi breath is breathing in and out of the nose. And it takes practice. Now the sound doesn't come from the air going through your nostrils. It 
The sound comes from narrowing the aperture of the throat. So study that. Drop your head towards your mat. Relax the tension in your face. And everybody add a half a foot to your foundation. Bring your hands towards the front of your mat. Take up as much space towards the front of your mat, please. Yeah, bring your hands all the way up to the front of your mat. And take your feet back a couple inches. Bend your knees. Now increase the muscle energy moving from the core down through the arms into the index and middle finger mounds. Lift your sitting bones up to the ceiling. Lift them up. Push the mat away from you. Sitting bones up. Let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in. Breathe out. Huge in-breath. Huge out-breath. One more. Suck the air in. Push the air out. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg to the ceiling. Spread out your ten toes. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the left. If you're not in a modification with the bottom knee on the mat, or perhaps if you have wrist injuries, you could bring your elbows to the mat. But if you're not modifying the pose and you're in classical three-legged dog, lift your bottom heel way up off the mat. Now up the ante even more. Lift your bottom quadricep onto your thigh bone. Lift your upper thigh bone another inch or two to the ceiling. Now push your mat away from you. Pull your belly to your spine. With your core strength, take your upper foot to the mat. With your left leg up to the ceiling and through the toes, into the feet, through the legs, into the core of the pelvis. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the right. So you definitely don't want to be half in and half out with the bottom leg. Straighten your bottom leg. Yeah, and do the best. You, yeah, pull in. Pull in. Make it shake a little bit. That's good. Now push your mat away from you. Take your upper leg over to the right. Good. With your core strength so there's no thumping, walk to the front of your mat. Bring your feet together. Bend your knees and lace your fingers at your lower back. This is a good time to use a yoga strap. Spread out your toes like peacock feathers spreading apart. Lengthen your spine towards the front of the studio. Take a huge breath in. Bow forward. Nature unfolds. There's no rush to this process. It doesn't work. It's not wrong. I mean, we're programmed to rush. And you have an opportunity to rewire your way of being where you're not rushing and you're just opening up to the process of each pose. With your chest on your thighs, straighten your legs little by little. Lean into it. If your chest comes off your thighs a little bit when you straighten your legs, that's okay. It's just a measure so you're not rounding your spine too much. Relax the muscles on your face. Drop your hands to the earth. Ground your feet into your mat. Stand up. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Look up if it doesn't strain your neck. Otherwise, look forward. What's important is that you're looking through your two eyes and focusing your two eyes on one point. Collecting attention. At one point. Spread your toes across your mat. Now pull your belly to your spine. 
from your core, press your feet down on the floor, rebound back up to the legs, the lateral body, take your upper arm bones back and spread out your fingers. Breathe in, bring your hands to your heart center. Three ohms. Look up, reach your arms to the ceiling, breathe in. Bend your knees, bow forward. Drop your head towards your mat. Halfway up, breathe in. Step back, high plank. Create a staff-like energy from your heels to the crown of your head. Take your heels forward. Curl your toes under a lot. Awaken the space where your toes connect to your feet. Now you do a quick check-in. Take a look at your feet. If you can't see your ankles, you're probably sitting in your lower back, unless your knees are on the floor. Lift the front of your thighs off your mat, and then lift the front of your pelvis to your belly button. Connect the lower body and the upper body. Locate your thoracic spine, the space between your shoulder blades. Soften that space like air, soft. Now, like earth, pull your triceps into your upper arm bones. Go tight and firm. Now, lift your chin away from your chest. Breathe in. Come forward a few inches and halfway down. Upward dog. You could do baby cobra. Downward dog. Be connected to your gaze. It'll open up the pathways for listening generously. Huge breath in. Empty your lungs. Push your mat away from you and pull your belly to your spine. Walk or jump to your hands. Flat back. Forward bend. Sweep up. Bow forward. Long spine, low plank, up dog, down dog. Huge breath in, empty out, push your mat away from you and complete your exhalation. Walk or spring to your hands. Halfway up, breathe in, pause and keep breathing. Just hold the space of the pose, create the general form of the pose and then refine the general form. Get your fingertips to the ground in line with your toe tips. Bend your knees a lot to access more space in the pelvis. The key is to create length. 
in the spine. And to create length and space between each vertebrae, you've got to move two points away from each other. So locate your sitting bones as one point, both sitting bones as one point. And tilt your sitting bones to the back of the room and up towards the ceiling where the back wall and the ceiling meet. Now use your arms to leverage your spine towards the front of the studio. It feels like you're scrubbing the floor back. Yeah, if you need to bring your hands to your shins, you can do that. But ultimately we want to get our hands to the floor because that's really the first stage of where we're going next. Okay, bring your hands to the floor, step back, high plank. Keep your hands flat on your mat. The default is the index and middle finger mounds lift off the mat. When you go to low plank, don't go to low plank yet. I know you want to get to low plank, but don't go just yet. Index and middle finger knuckles, those mounds. Well, the knuckles are on the top, right? The mounds are on the bottom. Push the mounds down. I could say push the knuckles through the mounds of your fingers. I could say that. Lift your chin away from your chest, breathe in. Come forward and halfway down, mounds down, up dog, finger mounds down. You could have your uh, bend in your elbows, take your shoulders back, down dog. Now deep ujjayi breathing. The hallmark is it has sound, doesn't have to be loud. It's a great contribution when it's vocalized enough to fill the space around your mat. Huge breath in. Empty out, push the air out. Uddiyana, belly to your spine. Walk or jump to your hands. Halfway up, forward bend. Sweep up, get as much air in your lungs as possible. Study that. Bow forward, hold your exhalation, no rush. Flat back, fill your lungs to capacity. Low plank, empty your lungs completely in low plank. Upward dog, fill up. Down dog, now pump air. Refine your connection to earth. Spin your heels away from each other a little bit. Yeah, ground the mounds of your big toes in the floor. Little tiny bend in the knees. Press your mat, sitting bones up. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk or jump to your hands. Flat back. Forward bend. Chair pose. Feel the palpable shift in your weight when you sit back into the center of each heel. Your weight kind of goes back and down, and you want to build an energy that's lifting you up. So trigger. Lift the front of the pelvis up to the belly button. Drop your tailbone towards your mat. Now, this is inquiry. If you can bend your knees more and stick your butt out without compressing your lower back, then that will be the path to power for you. Pull your belly to your spine. The lower ribs, pull them into the center line. Expand your mid-back. And now get blood flowing up to your fingertips. You got to seal the triceps, uh, the upper arm bones with tricep muscle. Pull in. Now take your upper arm bones back. Keep your knees bent. Listen carefully. Breathe in. Bring your chest to your thighs, hands to your mat, and then straighten your legs little by little. Drop your head towards the floor. Lean in. Halfway up. Breathe in. Chaturanga, low plank. 
Upward dog. Clear gaze, one point. Downward dog. Step your right foot forward, drop your back heel. Warrior one. Now embody your feet completely. To do that, you have to create good space, right to left. If you put your heels on one line and you feel unstable, that's not good space. The measure for good space is that you're stable. Then you could perhaps add a few inches of space front to back and access some new space, a new stretch. Align your wrists directly above your shoulders. That's it. Now spread your toes across your mat and lift the inner arch of your back foot away from the floor. So lift the inner arch of your back foot off your mat and press the outer ankle and your back foot towards the ground. Study that. A lot of the times we'll collapse. The inner ankle and the back foot will collapse to the floor and we'll put pressure on the back knee. So outer ankle and your back foot down towards the ground. Real good. Now, muscle energy, back quadriceps. Pull them into the thigh bone. Decompress your lower back. Front of your pelvis go up, tailbone down. A few more counts. Spread out your fingers and let's breathe. Let's create pranayama together. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out, forward. Huge in breath, huge out breath, no straining. Huge breath in, bring your hands to the floor, low plank. Upward dog, downward dog, left side warrior one. The struggle is real, the struggle to hold the pose is real. And you, and, and you know, you want to open up to the struggle or the resistance that begins to show itself when you hit your growing point. The space where you begin to grow, you feel resistance. Now breathe into it, wherever it is. Start from the ground up. Take out any excess effort from the legs and the feet. Put in the necessary action. There's no strain. Hard work, but there's no strain. Pull in through the back quadriceps. Feel the earth. Feel the fire build. Now more air. Bring in the air. All you're doing here is clearing your unique space, your physical body. Let's build fire together. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Just like that. Huge in-breath. Huge out breath. One more, big in breath. Bring your hands to the floor, low plank. Keep your hands flat. Upward dog. And let's just add some more precision in the grounding of the hands. So under your right hand, you keep your fingers pointing forward, but feel like there's a corkscrew in a clockwise direction under the right hand. Under the left hand, there's a counterclockwise direction. Okay, down dog. Like that one. There's a unique expression of surrender where flow grows. You don't do flow, flow does you. Breathe in, breathe out, walk or jump forward. A unique quality of willingness. Halfway up, forward bend. Thunderbolt, we know about willpower. 
you have good willpower. Bow forward to show up on a Sunday afternoon. Halfway up, low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog, right side warrior one. Don't rush the process. Just move from point to point and find a peak of warrior one. Get up there. Hands to your mat, low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog, left side warrior one. Be patient, you'll have a breakthrough. You gotta do the work and you gotta feel that burning. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog, fantastic, good work. Now pump air, help each other out. Get into your zone, it's the best thing you can do. Set the bar high for yourself. You don't have to expect anything, you don't have to force anything, but you work hard. Different than trying hard. Breathe in, breathe out, walk or jump forward. Halfway up, forward bend. Chair pose, sit low and bring your feet to life, your legs to life. Bow down. Long spine, low plank. Up dog. Down dog, right side warrior one. Fill the space completely and fully. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Left side warrior one. Pull the air in and pop the lid off. What would that feel like? Low plank, going beyond our borders. Up dog. Down dog. Now bring it, come on, bring it, pump the air. Breathe in, empty out, walk or jump forward. Halfway up, bow down. Thunderbolt, movement is magic, really is. Bow forward, long spine, low plank. Up dog, down dog, right side warrior one. You're keeping your body tuned up and healthy. Low plank, up dog. Down dog, left side warrior one, an attribute of a healthy body. It feels light, low plank, it's giving. Upward dog, it's flowing. Down dog, it's supple. Bring your feet together. Bring your right leg up to the ceiling. Bend your upper knee. Stay here or flip your dog. And if you don't feel flowing, you feel stuck, it's, it's okay. You just take counsel from that. Open your two eyes. Listen to the sound of your breath. And nothing messes you with you when you're in your zone. And your heart's open. High plank. Bring your feet together. Spin your heels to the right. Take your left arm to the sky. You can bring your bottom knee to the floor. Now, the final expression of the pose is not static. It's beaming. You can feel the energies flowing beyond your fingertips and toe tips. It's alive. You're shape-shifting. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Man, this heat is amazing. Right foot forward, crescent lunge. Keep your back heel off your mat. And again, create good space. Right to left, front to back. Bring your hands to your heart center. Take a spine lengthening breath in. 
and twist to the right. Now, when you twist and move, any instability be, will be revealed in your foundation. So check it out. Be a master appraiser. Stay with your hands in a prayer or straighten your arms. You can put a block underneath your left hand. Put your front foot, both feet on 12 o'clock. Now with all twists, you want to keep them active. When you breathe in, keep the anchor. Fortify your back thigh bone with muscle. Pull in. Press down your mat. Lengthen your spine and keep turning. Big in breath. Twist empty out. Warrior two. Side angle pose. Wrap your upper arm around your back. Bring your chin to your back shoulder and put your eyes on the back wall. One point. Masterful with putting your eyes on a point. And then fill in the space between your eyeballs and the physical point in this room with attention. It's amazing how the feet, the legs, the core will come to life when your brain's in gear. The body's intelligent. Nature knows exactly how to balance itself. A few more counts. You just got to get out of the way. Yoga practice is really the practice of you getting out of the way. Big in-breath. Look to your mat, low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Bring your feet together. Lift your left leg up to the ceiling. Bend your upper knee. Stay here or flip your dog. And you getting out of the way starts physically just by removing the physical, psychological blockage that usually occurs in the deep front line of the body where all the vital organs are. The heart, the throat, even the face has a tendency to get crunched up. Relax around the region of the eyes, the mouth. Feel the throat come to life. High plank. Bring your feet together. Spin your heels to the left. Take your right arm to the sky. Practice loving kindness with the body that's on your mat. And it doesn't mean modify all the time. And it doesn't mean take variations all the time. Maybe you're in a perfect space right now. That's usually how it is. And then the adaptations come from nothing. You don't think about them. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Step your left foot forward, crescent lunge. Prayer twist to the left. Lift your back heel away from your mat. Ground the center of your front heel through the rubber of your mat, right into the hardwood floor. Stay with your hands in a prayer. Pull your thumb knuckles in towards the midline of your body or straighten your arms. This pulling in, this contraction, is at the heart of asana. So contract your back quadriceps into the thigh bone. The mat space in between your feet front to back. Wrinkle that up. Pull the heads of the thigh bones in the pelvis. Now press into your mat. Lift up, twist more. 
Warrior two. Side angle pose. So the inquiry is, what shifts do you have to take to align with gravity? Half bind. When you're aligned with gravity, it looks like your joint systems are stacked on a vertical plane. There's a visual, you can look around, and look at your ankles, you can see your hips, you can see if your butt's sticking out and your upper body's dropping forward. But once you've looked from point to point in the body, gaze at one point, off the body on a still point, and seal your lips and pump air. Notice when you're pumping air and your gaze is steady, the pose is perfect. Hello. Take a big breath in. Look to your mat, low plank. Upward dog. Down dog. Breathe in. Empty it out. Walk or jump to your hands. Halfway up. Forward bend. Thunderbolt. Prayer twist to the right. Get in there, get in there. Spread out your toes and sit back into the center of each heel. This is a space that reveals your character and your honor for the body that's on your mat. When you're really committed to growth, you know this. At the heart of growth is a burn, there's resistance, and you are a yes for that. You stay with your hands in a prayer. Pull your thumb knuckles in your sternum or straighten your arms and be in your seat. About five more counts. Tilt your sitting bones to the back of the room and press your collarbones to the front of the room. So chin to your chest a little bit. If you've got the prayer, pull your thumb knuckles in your sternum. Turn even more. Drop your hands to your mat. Separate your feet hip width distance. Hook your big toes. Padan Gustasana. Lengthen your spine. Breathe in. Fold forward. Receive the wall of your chest with your thigh bones. Bend your knees a lot. Take a step back. So much of this practice is just kind of rewinding our life, unwinding our life, putting pressure onto the muscles and the bones and then unearth and any type of psychology that arises. I'm not judging it. I'm actually having humility, bowing down to it, recognizing that this is sacred space, whatever arises in this space. May it serve your awakening. It's a Bodhavista's prayer in Buddhism. May whatever arises in this space in my life, may that serve my awakening. Let go of your toes. Crow pose. Five. Artistry in your hands and your feet. Four. From vitality. Three. Mounds down. Inner edge of your feet together. Two. Shoot back. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Walk or jump to the front of your mat. You're doing awesome. Keep moving. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair pose. Prayer twist to the left. Manage the muscles in your feet in order to turn your inner ankles back. If you stay with the science, 
the alignment of grounding your feet into the mat, you'll disrupt the limbic brain from firing off. Get out of here. Run. Hold your breath. You want to disrupt that. That's business as usual. Keep your gaze on one point and honor the beginning, the middle, the end of each in-breath. And perhaps the pause after the in-breath. The beginning, the middle, the end of the out-breath. The pause after the out-breath. About five counts. If you want to straighten your arms, make that higher call. Maybe keeping your hands on the prayer is the higher call, but the higher call is the conscious call to stay the course and to let karma burn. Keep turning. Corkscrew, spiral. Lift off your thigh bones and turn. Yeah, drop your hands to the floor. Separate your feet, hip width distance. Gorilla pose. Stand on your hands. Walk your toes up to your forearms. Lengthen your spine. Breathe in. Fold forward. You just adapt. You do less. You, you stay the course. You stay in vinyasa. Lean into it. All right, lean back. Slide your hands out from underneath your feet. Bring your hands to the floor and your feet together. Press down into the mat. Stand up. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. <clears throat> Clear it out. Breathe in. Open your mouth. <clears throat> Eagle pose. <laughs> Bend your knees. Wrap your right leg over your left leg. Wrap your right arm underneath your left arm. Five. Four. Three. A tiny hint of a smile. Two. Sweep up. Left side, eagle pose. Five. Four. Three. Two. Sweep up. Right side, Garudasana. No excess tension anywhere. And no laxity anywhere. Body scan from the sole of your bottom foot up through your legs. Pull your thigh bones together. Neutral pelvis. And now bend your left knee more. Pull into the center line of your body. Breathe out. Sweep up. Left side eagle pose. You can change your levels. If your lower back starts to get compressed, then neutralize your pelvis more. Do more of a cat tilt. Front of your pelvis up to your belly button. Tailbone down towards your mat. Now press your elbows into one another. Breathe in. Empty out. Tighten up to the center line. Sweep up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it out. Breathe in. Open your mouth. Hey, standing leg raise. Balance on your left leg. Bring your right knee up to the level of your waist. Take your left hand to your hip. Stay here or straighten your upper leg out in front of you. One, 
two, three, four. Take your upper leg to the right, gaze to the left. One, two, three, four. Come back to center. Straighten your arms to the ceiling. Breathe in. Airplane pose. Seal your lips. Breathe in and out of your nose. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. Fingertips. Yeah. Go ahead. Put your thumb tip down there. Lean in this arm. Meditate. Press the big toe mount on your bottom foot on the floor. Rebound up the bottom leg. Stay here a half bow. Bottom foot on 12 o'clock. You got nothing if the bottom foot's not on 12 o'clock. You're actually closing up the hip in an open hip pose. Five, four, three. Shine out through your toe tips and fingertips. Two, ragdoll. Good work. Bring your hands to your mat. Bring your feet together. Press down into the earth. Stand up. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it out. Breathe in. Open your mouth. Come to the front of your mat. Standing leg raise. Balance on your right leg. Left knee up to hip height. Stay here or straighten your upper leg out in front of you. One. Two. Three. Four, take your upper leg to the left, gaze to the right. Bring your upper leg back to center. Straighten your arms to the ceiling. Breathe in. Airplane pose. So you want to leave the room. Not now. Be up at the front of your mat. Be up at the front of your mat. Come here, up here. Bring your hands to your heart center, half moon. You want to be able to see 360 degrees around your body. Come to the front of your mat, up here. Yeah, I don't want you kicking somebody. Stay here or half bow. Five, 12 o'clock on the bottom foot. Four, go ahead, open it up. Three, two, ragdoll. Put your hands on your mat, bring your feet together. Press into the floor, stand up. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Tree pose. Balance on your left leg. Bring your right foot to your left inner thigh. Bring your hands to your heart center. Gaze steady. Lift your arms to the ceiling.
Huge breath in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Drop your upper foot to the floor. Come to the front of your mat, please. Work there. Other side, tree pose. It's just a simple request, that's all. And you know what I've discovered in my life? Leaders, good leaders, are good at following directions. Good leaders, come to the front of your mat. It's not wrong to be at the back of your mat. It's just a simple request. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Your lower ribs, pull them into the midline of your body. Spread out your fingers. Look up. A huge breath in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Drop your upper foot to the floor. Reach your arms to the ceiling. Breathe in. Forward bend. Halfway up, chaturanga. Up dog, down dog, right side warrior one, warrior two, triangle pose. Five, you can put blocks to the outside of your front shin. Four, three, belly up, longer arms and legs. Two, shine out to the hands. Stand up, bring your hands to your hips. Face the left side of the room. Lift your arms up to the ceiling. Drop your right arm by your side and catch your hands at your upper back. Use a strap if you need it. Press your feet in your mat, breathe in. Bow forward. So asana starts from the ground up. Put your feet on 12 o'clock, so that's parallel to one another. Or maybe the toes point in a little bit. Turn your inner ankles back. Press your outer ankles towards the floor. Now lift your quadriceps up under your thigh bones and lean forward. Breathe in. Empty out. Stand up, face front. Pyramid pose. Step your back foot halfway up your mat. Breathe in. Bow over your front leg. Lengthen your spine. Twisting triangle. Five. Flat. Four. Three. Two. Low plank, good Mary. Upward dog. Down dog. Hey, left side warrior one, warrior two. Triangle pose. Be a master builder. Not only line up your heels, but plug the center of each heel into your mat. You do that effectively, there'll be a rebound up through the legs and you carry that rebound up through the core by activating your quadriceps. Yeah, Udiana, belly to your spine. Five counts. Breathe in. Empty out. Stand up. Bring your hands to your hips and face the windows over on the right. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Breathe in. Drop your left arm by your side and catch your hands at your upper back. Press your feet in your mat. Breathe in. Bow forward. 
Open your eyes and relax the skin and the muscles around your eyes. Take a glance at your feet. Be intentional with the foundation. Bring your hips forward. Pull your elbows into the center line of your body and no tension your neck. Breathe in. Empty out. Stand up. Face front. Keep your bind. Breathe in. Forward bend. Twisting triangle. Five. Four. Pull this up a little bit. Three. Two. Low plank. Yeah. Up dog. Down dog. High plank. Lower to your mat. Four, three, two, one. Okay, rest your arms by your side. Rest your one cheek to your mat. And absorb this good rest. Flip your head to the other side. All right, ready to do the work that we have ahead of us. Clasping hands at your lower back, locust pose. Pull your limbs to the center line of your body and then tighten up your quadriceps and triceps. Press down and come up. So floint your feet, so you're flexing them and pointing them at the same time. And feel the energy move from the core out through the mounds of the toes. From the core, through the length of the spine, out through the crown of your head. Five. Push your pelvis in your mat. Rebound up off the floor. Three. Chin to your chest. De-wrinkle the back of your neck. Two. Come to the floor. Bow pose. Catch your feet or your ankles. Pull in. Pull your thigh bones in. Flex your feet. Press your shins to the back of the room. Five. Flex your feet. Four. That's it. Three. Get the air into your lungs. Two. Come back to the ground. Bow pose. Do the other leg if you did one at a time. You got this, ready? Pull in. Press down, come up. See, when you let your thigh bones go apart, you compress your lower back, so pull in. Five. Four, three, bring your spine into your chest. Two, come back to the ground. Good. Up dog. 
Down dog. You're doing awesome. All you gotta do is show up and listen. That's it. Camel pose. Stand up on your knees and flow into camel. If you want to curl your toes under, you can do that. Five. You can reach back and grab your heels. Four. Three. Press your hips forward. Two. Down dog. You put that between your thighs and pull in. You get more integrity to the legs. You get more space. Bend your knees. Tilt your sitting bones up to the ceiling. One more camel. Flow into it. Check your feet, your knees, whatever's touching the floor. Five. See here? Go from, go here. Four. Lower back. Decompress. Three. Press your hips to the front of the studio. Two. Down dog. Bridge pose. You can jump through the space between your hands or across your ankles. Bring your knees down across your ankles, laying your back. Come right up in the bridge. The more time you take getting in the bridge, the less time you get in Shavasana. Yeah, that was supposed to lighten you up a little bit. You guys got to lighten up. You guys are heavy in Brookline. Five. Real serious. Are you serious? Four. You're not, right? You're not. Three. Two. Come down. You're not serious, are you? You're not that serious. You're not a serious guy. Good like that. You marry? You're not serious. You serious? A little bit? Okay, wheel pose. Be serious about wheel pose. <laughs> okay, ready? Set. And pressing your mat, lift up. Five. Four. Three. Zoe, bring your feet forward a little. Two. Come back to your mat. I get it, huh? Life's tough. It's tough. It'll devour you, especially what's going on right now. <sighs> Got to take a stand. Ready? For goodness. For coaching yourself into gear, into your power. Two more. Ready? Press down and come up. You okay? Good work. Get the breath flowing. Yeah, get it going. There you go. Five, straighten your arms. Four, three, push your mat. Two, bring your chin to your chest. Come back to the floor. Last one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> All right. Ready? Be ha glad in them. If, if you could do wheel, if it's possible, be happy that you can do it. You know, there's people with millions and millions of dollars that would change place with you right now. Do you know that? In a second. Like, I don't know why. Because I'm healthy and I can do wheel. 
Ready? It's priceless. Set. Press down, come up. Well, not even I can do wheel. I can take action on my own behalf. About 10 counts. I manifest what I want to see in the world through action by being intentional on the mat, being purposeful and living at cause. Just because I don't want to do it doesn't mean anything. Five, my internal state doesn't mean much. Four, three, press down into your hands and your feet. Two, bring your chin to your chest, come back to the floor. All right, lay down and bring the bottoms of your feet together and splay your knees out. And close your eyes, rest. Straighten your legs, straighten your arms to the back of the room. Take a huge breath in. Empty out. Huge in breath. Empty out. One more big breath in. Empty it out. Pull your knees in your body, rock from side to side. Chin in one direction, knees in the other direction. Thank goodness we have a, a practice like yoga of embodiment, mind-body practice, like feeling the flesh and bones that we've been gifted. And to feel how it's like a sponge and how we need to squeeze the sponge every day so we become more receptive to what's possible. Oh, we're going to keep reliving yesterday. Wasn't that there's like 86,000 thoughts a day and 90% of them were the same ones you thought yesterday? Every time I hear that, it makes me like, oh, oh, dead bug. Rock from side to side, chin in one direction, knees in the other direction. Learning just how to disrupt these patterns, whether they're just physical, postural patterns. That's the beginning of a, a psychological breakthrough. Of just seeing where you're holding on. To fear or to anger. Pull your feet and your shins and your knees down towards your body. And let go of your feet. Push your feet into the morph. No, don't do that. Straighten your legs up to the ceiling and clasp your hands at the back of your head. Lift your shoulder blades off your mat and take your elbows out to the sides of the room. Chin up your chest. Breathe in. Exhale, go up. One, two, three, and you go on your own and create pranayama. Regulate your breath flow. Keep your shoulders off your mat. You don't want your shoulders to touch the floor. Every time you breathe out, you lift your torso up a couple inches and you kind of want to stay at that altitude. You don't have to try to breathe in. About 10 more counts. See if you can breathe just out through your nose, in and out of your nose. Four, three, two, one. Keep your legs as they are. Sit on your forearms or arms by your side. Drop your legs 30% down to the ground. Another 30% to the floor. Two inches from your mat. Five, four, three, Two, one, legs up, bring your knees into your body.
bicycle. Go right to left, front to back, chin to your, the center of your chest. Keep the chin in the middle of the chest. Okay, legs up. Sit on your forearms or arms by your side. Drop your legs two inches from the floor. And slowly exhale, lift your legs up. Inhale your legs down. Exhale up. Inhale down, go slow. Exhale, legs up. Two more, inhale down. Exhale up. Okay, last one, inhale down and pause. Pause, pull your legs to the center line of your body and tighten up your quadriceps. Three, two, one, legs up. Bring your knees into your body. Good work, twist, take your knees to the left and bring your chin to your right shoulder. Close your eyes and relax your belly, relax your neck, your jaw, muscles in your face. Close your eyes, it's good for your brain and get connected to your gut. Bring your knees to center, over to the right. Bring your chin to your left shoulder. Rest your belly. It's like we have, uh, I think we're going to do it in January, the 40 days to a personal revolution. We have an opportunity to just kind of examine your life and there's a big part of it, you know, shifting our diet. And you'd be blown away, blown away at how your food affects your practice. Like, blown away. Like, head blown off shoulders. Like that. You can't even fathom it. Huh? Have you done it before? <laughs> you want to change your thoughts? Just stop eating for a day. Come back to center and bring your knees into your body. Grab underneath your thighs. Rock and roll head to heels. It's one of the most informative things a uh, practice at night is that you see how the food that you ate during the day affects your, your, your practice, you know, your movement and your body. Downward dog. Half pigeon right side. You can lay on your back and do a figure four.
drop your head to the block or to the mat. Relax your jaw. Take any tension, excess tension out of the shoulders, out of your hands, out of your feet. I would put that around your ankle because you're talking your knee a lot. Yeah, and keep this like that, bro. Like that. You feel better on the knee? Yeah, right? <laughs> Good. Get the air in. Be hungry for the air. Remember what I said before, um, good leaders are good at following, leaders, leaders are uh, good at following directions. And that was like the most important directions I ever had to follow is just breathe in and breathe out. And I had to get to the point where I had to say it to myself, breathe in, breathe out. And you create a postural habit, an energetic habit around the empirical breathing muscles to suck the air in and to push the air out. And you don't want to strain around it. It's an art. And you follow the in-breath with an exhalation. You follow the exhalation, maybe with a pause, and then an in-breath. The air will soften you up. It's one of the first things that shifted in my life when I started pranayama. And I started pranayama from power yoga. Well, I did a lot of ujjayi practice and pranayama and kundalini. But then once I got to the body, the breathing exercise, ujjayi pranayama, I mean, it really started to take root into a meditation. And it changed the whole constitution of my body. You've got to suck the air in, though. Like I tell my students all the time, if you've ever been to the gym and you felt the exertion of pushing a weight off your chest or curling a barbell, you see it takes work. That's the same type of work you've got to do with the in-breath, especially in the beginning. On the out-breath. Yeah, take a big breath in. Empty it out. Down dog. Half pigeon, left side. So attend and befriend your foundation, the body parts that are touching the floor. And the metaphysical foundation, your, your listening and the watching of your breath, the observation of the in-breath, its effect on the body, its quality of expansion at the level of your skin, your exhalation, how the body softens. Find that, the play between the hard and the soft, balanced action. A lot of us, you know, and it made us successful, this, this hardness. You feel it if you spend time out of Boston or out of the city and then you come into the city. There's like a line on the mass pike, but you can kind of feel it. It's like intensity once you cross a certain, it's like the Boston curtain. And we get intense. And 
this is what's such a beautiful space to soften up and develop relatedness, you know, and, um, you know, come out, come out. Every single time I get on the mat, I always connect to the people around me, every single time. My practice is out here. It's not in my head. It's out here in the space that we share. You're looking out here. You're listening out here. Breathe in. Empty out. Double pigeon. You know, I'm not asking you to, like, interrupt your neighbor and bother your neighbor. <laughs> I'm just saying, did you smile at your neighbor yet? I don't know. Or just, I don't know. Did you? Did you? No? Did you? She's awesome. You don't know her? It's like, if I, my teacher just said that, I would have gone. And I would have waited for the person on the right <laughs> and then the left. That's just me, though. I don't know. Coming out and creating community. Flex your feet. Awaken the community of your feet. Flex them and lean forward and bow down. This is the transformation in practice. It's not when you get into a contortion. It's when you actually made it out here. When you've come out of your head and you're in generous listening and you're awake, your eyes have a brightness to them, you're out here, your attention's out here. Breathing, go ahead, pull the air in. It's like, you know, when you can see it when the student's breathing, and it's like watching a painter or, you know, like someone in the New York subway, like really into their work, and you just watch them, and you can tell they're up to something. Like beyond the painting, there's something happening through them. So discover that. That's being alive. Otherwise, you're just caught in the snafu of thinking. And you can just like that, drop it. It's moment to moment. I'm present. I drift off. So what? I'm present. I'm present. I drift off. I come back. I'm present. Where are you right now? Breathe in, empty out, sit up, switch legs. When you look at your feet, especially your upper foot, that would be the left foot, the left ankle, bring it past your upper thigh bone so your shins stack up. Now, if you've got your shins pretty much stack up, you can bring your hands to the floor and lift your butt off the mat about an inch or so and move it to the back of your mat. Scoot it, yeah. And then fold forward from the crease of your hips. You feel that shift there? A little bit, yeah? Yeah, and then you just fold forward. Flex your feet. A lot of the times in meditation, we think when we drift off, we're not good at meditation. If you can see that you drift off, this is the paradox of waking up. 
The more you know that you fall asleep and you drift off, the more awake you are. Lean in. Drop your head towards the mat. Breathe in. Empty out. Sit up. Straighten your legs in front of you. It's okay if we held one side a little longer than the other. It's okay. Bend your knees. Bring your chest flat on your thigh bones and grab your feet. You can grab your ankles or your shins. Lengthen your spine. Keep your chest and your thigh bones. And little by little, scooch your butt away from your heels. Drop your head down towards the mat. All right, sit up. Inverted tabletop. Bring your hands behind you, fingertips to the side walls or the front of the studio. Press into your mat and lift up. Ten, breathe into your shoulders, the deltoids, the pectoral muscles. Five, press the floor and lift your pelvis up a few more inches to the ceiling. Three, two, come down, frog pose. Face the windows or the left side of the room. Fold your mats over at the edges. So the back of your mat folds into the center. The front of your mat folds into your center. Not too much, though. You've got to have enough space between the double fold so you can get a good straddle leg split on your knees. You can do it against the wall. Lay on your back and do it against the wall. First, the hips, and then the heart opens. In order for the heart to open up and to have some space around the heart, you've got to create as much length in the spine as possible. In order to do that, you've got to get some mobility in the hips. So to get the most out of the pose, you've got to separate your knees as far as they go, and then do some inspection. Take your hips above that line. If your knees made a line, your hips are over that line. And flex your feet and lift the front of your pelvis to your belly button. Press your hips back a bit. Do frog, do a hip opener. And then lay on your back because that's kind of that's kind of too much energy, yeah. You know what I mean by that? You know what I mean by that? Nothing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally cool. Totally. Totally. Maybe you do Supta Baddha Konasana. That would be good. You just stay there for a while. It's it's a lot. Yeah. Great. What a beautiful pose to do nothing to practice non-doing, just being and feeling. 
and just sitting in your your space, in your asana, in your seat, in your spiritual throne, and just watch. The mind will go this direction, that direction. There'll be a narrative. You could, there could be a conversation, an argument, you trying to figure something out, you working something out. That's all going on in between your ears, and you want to take your attention off that and put your attention out here, and you're listening. It's a common mental mistake of a meditator is that they think they control their thoughts. There's no way. The only thing you can do is watch the space where thoughts move through. And the more you watch that space, the less the thoughts take root. They don't have weight. You hold good space. That's the, you've heard that before a lot in spiritual teachings, holding good space. Someone who's holding good space for someone else is, their attention's out here in the space that the bodies are sharing. There's a practice to do that, to come out here. You notice that when you go in a yoga studio or you go around people, especially when you're in yoga pose around people, you go into your head. And it's all over our face. And it's a blind spot to us. And that's why we need teachers and coaches and mentors and people we trust to point us into these spaces where they're just blind spots, where we're like kind of guarded and defensive. And one of the first things that we do when someone tells us we're guarded or defensive is that we become more guarded and defensive. It takes a heart of a warrior to really just to open up and to look and to be seen and to follow directions. I had such a hard time with that, especially with Baron as my teacher. Growing up and him setting the bar really high and me having gone through a lot of coaching, a lot of training. And I thought, I was like, okay, no, I don't need any more training. It takes really a lot of heart to drop what you know, to open up, to say, I don't know, and to have humility and just to do the work. And what's the work? You know. If I have to tell you, it's not your work. We all know what we need to do. Every single person in this room knows what they need to do to get to the next level in their practice. About one more minute. Press your hips back a little bit, just a little bit. Okay, come out and lay on your back. Great job, you guys.
Position the block so it's not jamming into your back. Firm legs. Flex your feet. Develop so much resilience. Resilience, you're not born with that. It's something you can cult. It's something you cultivate. And when I say resilience, I'm not talking about just getting through something. And then starting over, you know, or like getting knocked down and standing up. I'm not talking about that. That's part of it. It's, you know, okay, you get knocked down, you stand up, but you learn. You actually learn from what happened. And things shift. Spread out your toes, separate your heels. Learn just to stay uh, with a routine and a regimen. Learn to come back to your practice, like making that a yoga pose, like a metaphysical yoga pose, showing up to the same practice at the same time. Finding a teacher you trust, finding a space you like, and like really committing to that. Learning to stay in poses, you know? Like in frog, that's an awesome pose to just learn to stay in. So much is revealed to us when we just stay. And we're a yes and willing to feel what shows up in our space and to really face it open-heartedly, to really feel it. That's what, sh it really, when I look back, that's what shifted my whole diet, is my relationship to practice, learn to stay in poses that I want to run from. And I started putting toes, like, how could I, like, just seeing, I go by this um, dairy farm every day when I go to Whole Foods back in Northampton. And I got to put my hand up because I just see these little cows and these um, little veal crates and they're just sitting there looking out. And I just see myself in the cage there, you know, when I'm in, when I'm like in a frog and I want to get out of there. And I said, wow, there's beings that don't get out of this space, you know, and, you know, I practice the feeling of what we feel and being in bondage in the body and how much, f how much we want freedom when we get a taste of it. Bring your knees to your forehead or your feet to the floor behind you. Plow pose. We see a lot of injustice, a lot of pain, a lot of suffering when we begin to wake up and our skin softens and our eyes clear up. And we can harden up right around that. Or we have a practice where we deliberately, we meet our edge and we soften. You know, when I feel that, when I feel all that, it's like, may this serve my awakening. What I feel here, may this serve my awakening. May this build something within me that keeps me moving towards what I want to see in the world. Oh, just with myself, you know. Let's start there. Like when I go by the 
little cows in the cage. Don't go into a rage. Don't hate everybody on the planet. That's what happens. It's like that. You just contract right in. This is wrong. People suck. I see it. Give it up. And it's that process over and over again that softens the heart and gladdens the mind. So when we show up to the mat, we bring something that we want to expand, which is joy, which is celebration, something. Take your blocks out of the way. Bring your bum to the floor. Pull your knees in your body. Flex your feet. Straighten your left leg down on your mat. Supine twist to the right. All meditation is the path from being in your head to being out here. See, when you're out here, you begin to see other human bodies and other beings and different bodies. And you begin to look beyond the form. You start looking into eyes. You start looking into people's eyes. You start extending your hand, opening your arms. You start connecting with each other. back to center. Pull your knees into your body. Straighten your right leg down on your mat. <clears throat> Supine twist to the left. Take some breaths so your belly receives the air. Come back to center. Pull your knees into your body. Flex your feet. Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side. Close your eyes. And however you, however you see it, you know, the throne, the seat, whatever it is, but a, a special space devoted to watching, like a bird on a branch looking in every direction, like that awakening, that witnessing, that aliveness. from the inside out. So out here. So you look, if you opened your eyes, you'd see the ceiling. You close your eyes. Now there's no distance. What do you see? It's your eyelids, the back of your forehead's like a screen. Look there. And you just might see blackness or colors, but, but look, it's not what you see, it's you looking. That's a practice. And you're listening out here. Can you make that distinction? between putting your attention on your narrative and then putting your attention on your listening to the sounds out here. You get caught in that dialogue, so what? That's you waking up. 
when you see that you're not present, when you're just in a story, and you just take your attention off it, it dissolves, and you're back to life. Huge breath in. Open your mouth. Let it go. And be still and a master listener. Breathe in, open your mouth, let it go. Roll over onto your right side, curl up in a fetal position.
Keep your eyes closed and sit up. Put your hands in a prayer over your heart center and sit up straight. One arm. to your forehead center. Take a breath in. Together we say namaste. <clears throat> Peace and love. Good work, you guys. Good job. Good work. All right. All right. Go get your Sunday snack or your Sunday dinner. Go enjoy it. And um, when you go up there, will you spray your blocks on? If you put the purple blocks at the top and then the blue blocks at the bottomer, the bottomer, the bottom shelves would be really cool, okay? And if they touch, they won't dry. So Create some good space. Thank you, guys. I'll see you soon. And um, get some water. Okay, get some salt. And stay on your feet. Take care. You're welcome.